0: From the hip, I don't know, that's all I got. <laughs> all right, welcome everybody to From the Hip, Season Two, Episode Eighteen. I am Adam Mabe, I am joined by my good friends. The one and only Kayla Peterson. Yup. And the one and only Robert Walker. Hi. Fellas, it's been a bit, hadn't it? Well, at least I feel like it's been yeah, a bit. Yeah, it's
1: feel like, but it's still October, technically.
0: It's still October.
1: Today, as we're recording
0: this. Yes. So yeah. it's Halloween and. What about Reformation Day? Reformation Day. Day? I, was Reformation Day second, I was getting there. I was getting
2: there. Our Reformation Day celebrators. We don't do Halloween, Adam.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you're dressed in a Big Bird costume right now, Robert, I don't know. I don't know if I can believe that. It says the
0: guy who <laughs> dressed up as a Star Trek guy last night. What are you? Yeah, he was. I did. Oh, seriously. I did. A Star no. Trek guy. It was costume
2: night at Awana, so I wore a. I was a red shirt, which those of you who watch Star Trek will catch the humor in that, and those of you that do not, won't.
0: They're the ones that always die, right?
2: Always die, get left behind. Or left behind. Bad things happen.
0: (laughs) That's even worse, I think. (laughs) Bad things
2: happen when you're wearing a red shirt. Okay.
0: (laughs) So, did all you do was tape that little thing to your shirt? I mean, I had to buy a red shirt. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <But>. <laughs> so this was quite the expense. Oh, he, I I think mean, why me, would you own a red shirt if you're not yeah, going to dress up I as think a red for shirt? For me, guy. Abigail and
0: <laughs> Esther, because
2: all three of us wore it for trunk or treat. It was seven dollars for all of them. Yeah. So,
0: wow. So. There you go.
1: That's the no, way to go. Really. Though.
0: My 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 outfit last night was pretty inexpensive too. It it required a white t shirt, and that's all I all I did really differently. We were, uh, we well were you a looked a lot different. I did look a lot different. <laughs> it we was more were the f-
2: combination of things he wouldn't normally wear together, I think. Like the so, rolled up jeans.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I do
0: wear jeans almost daily, mm-hmm. but this time I rolled it up. I was a 1950s greaser. We had our 1950s party last night in crew, And uh, so I rolled the blue jeans up and then slicked back my hair um, and wore just a plain white T-shirt, which you usually reserve those for undershirts. But hey. You're a greaser, you got to do it. I was a greaser, so uh, I won't say who, but someone suggested that I come in with a pack of cigarettes rolled in my sleeve. Hey,
1: that was not me, but... No, no, nobody (laughs) in this room. nobody in this room. room. (laughs) Nobody in this room. um,
0: And to be honest, I suggested, or I uh, contemplated it for a while, but I was like, (laughs) ah...
2: Hey, have you guys seen Adam the last few weeks? No, I don't. I don't yeah. know what happened. He, <laughs>
0: <laughs> his stuff's all gone. I decided that might be against my better judgment to do that. So, and where would I get a pack of cigarettes? I don't smoke.
1: I got it. Uh, never mind. i take care of Caleb. getting published. <laughs> he answered that on the quick, just way. Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've so, never, I've never smoked. A cigarette before, my entire medicinal. <laughs> Good Not for even you. Once. Good for you. I always wanted to as a kid.
0: Yeah. You didn't miss anything. Uh, i bet.
2: I'll say I haven't either.
0: I did one time. Uh, I did one time, and that's all it took to never, ever do it again. I bet. Yeah, I've heard it's just... It was the worst experience of my life. Yeah, I can't imagine why anybody would do that a second time. Regularly, yeah. Uh, but, you There know, you
2: go.
0: I digress. So, did you... Have you dressed up... Or so done anything year, for Halloween? I did not, no. Because you usually do trick-or-treat and hand out candy Trunk to your kids, treat, right? Yeah. Last no, year you had your, your costume, didn't out of, you?
1: Out of my house, so when I first bought my house, which was August of 2016, I was so excited for Halloween to come around. <laughs> so excited. I bought candy. I put up my bench out. I dressed up like Ash Ketchum from Pokemon, and I had a little Pikachu plushie. And then I had... The Pokemon theme song played in my speakers coming out the window of my house. I'm lying on. I was so excited. Turns out that if you live on a cul-de-sac that has no kids, you, you ain't getting no nobody's, kids. Nobody's interested. Yeah. I mean, there were, I had maybe two or three groups come up to my house. But there were groups that, I, that were across the street turning down the road toward the main road. All they had to do was come across the road to come to mine, and they would just completely skip me.
2: To be fair. Even though I had my light on. Fair. I was out there. I had candy.
1: Hey. If, if
2: I look as a parent and I see a grown man dressed <laughs> as Catchem, catch him.
0: I come, it? children, I have candy
2: for you. I don't know. That might look a little weird.
0: No. <laughs> That's what so Halloween bad. is.
2: No Halloween is you knock on my door. I open the door and I give you candy. Not come, children. Mm. But that, well, that's my approach. I don't. I, didn't I don't look like try a to get gremlin. Th- <laughs> know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm children. <laughs> All free today. Uh, I do think
0: that the, the fear when I was a kid, and I really I look back and I think this was just a ploy by my parents for them to be able to go through my candy, and me not argue about it. <laughs> But the fear as a kid was we have to check all of your candy to make sure that it's all it wasn't okay. poisoned or Yeah. You know, and and I, I do remember thinking when I started to get a little older, that would take an awful lot of effort to get into a Snickers bar, mm. inject a little bit of poison. Or Um, some kind of, like, metal pin or something. And then seal it back up to where it was undetectable. I think my parents just wanted to go through the candy (laughs) and get get to the good stuff before I had the chance. Oh, we got to check that first.
1: uh, So your fear was not actually the poison or the thing that could be bad. It was... Your parents lying to you and stealing your.
0: Well, when I grew older, that's when I started to suspect oh, maybe okay. this wasn't as big of an issue oh, as yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. that was the narrative. We mm. have to go through your candy. Oh yeah, I remember that narrative. To make yep. sure that it's okay and that I'm I'm being silly. That was probably a smart thing to do as a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, but.
2: My parents are much more upfront. They just said it was the candy tax. Yeah. So they just yeah. well, said, This I is do the that. candy tax. I do that right now. <laughs> I, I claim dad tax on much of my kids' food. Uh, fixing food.
0: The, any food. Food. Yeah. Just candy. Not just candy. We're not on Halloween food. anymore. Like, I'm fixing them lunch, give them some potato chips, put it down in front of them. I take a chip as I go. It's dad tax. So it's just the reality of life. Get used to it. You're going to be paying much more when you get out on your own.
2: If I got to pick between dad tax or current taxes, I'd take dad tax. (laughs) Dad, Dad, you want some of these? (laughs) Please, please, take
0: all of them. All right, well, um, we are probably, if if 10,000 people talked about this today, we are probably 9,980, but we want to talk about Kanye West. Who's that? Who's Kanye West? <laughs> um, he's a impressionist painter. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people know that. Um, <laughs> it's because I completely made it up. Uh, <laughs> but no, you know who Kanye West is. Hip-hop artist. Um, is known for his not very positive music. Yeah. Um,
2: Funny story. I knew he was an artist, like a music artist, but I didn't actually know what genre before this okay. went down. Just like I knew the name vaguely. Yeah. So just how dialed in I am to that whole scene. All right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Here's another fun fact. You know that he named his daughter North? So her name is Northwest.
0: Northwest. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Anyway,
1: that's another fun fact. Nothing (laughs) to do with what everybody else is talking about. (laughs) So
0: anyway, um, Kanye West, uh, obviously hip-hop artist, um, and he's recently... Released his first gospel album. Was it just last Friday?
1: Uh, yeah, well, it was I Friday, think it was just yeah. last because Friday. Saturday so not we even were at your house,
2: and it was the day after. He yeah. 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 So
0: not even a week old yet uh, th- this album. But you, uh, you two, and myself, we've had a chance to listen through it, um, and there's been so many hot takes and interviews mm. on, you know, Twitter and Facebook and other things, social media. Um, so we can talk a little bit about that, but I want to hear your all's initial thoughts just on let's just stick for now to the album. On the itself. album itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Caleb, what, what were your initial thoughts? Oh
1: I love the sound on of the, the album. album so much. I love the sound. When I got to Sela, I think I, I texted you right away. I was like, I haven't looked at the lyrics but I hope they're really good because this song is so, so, so good. Um, so that's the one that I've probably listened on repeat the most. And it's not just the choir hallelujah chorus part that comes in halfway through. It's the organ. I mean, even just Kanye's rapping, uh, the drums that come in near the end of the first verse when yeah. it says, "Oh yeah," you know, yay must be made free. Yes. And, you know, saying like, uh, whoever, you know, whoever the sun sets free is free indeed. Um, and he, he saved a wretch like me. Like, yeah. oh, I just... And then going into this super powerful hallelujah chorus, I just... I can't get over that song. Yeah. Uh, the first track was really interesting to me because it was the same gospel sound to it, but he sped the tempo up. Okay. Like, if if you go back and listen, it's it's sped up. I don't know. So... Anyway, really interesting to me why he did that, made that choice. And then probably the other, there was two other songs that really stuck out. There's one where uh, he has another guest artist on praying, and he's they're praying directly to Jesus. And it's very simple prayers over and over again. I can't remember the exact uh, name of the track. Maybe it's Water. I think it's Water. Um, but I just thought that that was really uh, <clears throat> kind of like in terms of... Um, uh, kind of like childlike faith uh, idea you don 't hear anything like that in current Christian music just really simple prayers uh, one after the other I just thought that was really cool and then the other one oh well there's the chick-fil-a one and then but the one I wanted to talk about was uh, near the end where he 's actually talking about how Christians are responding yes to him okay. and so so those are the those are the highlights for me Okay,
0: Robert, what were your thoughts? I'm I'm really eager to, to hear about this. I've already actually
2: shared with Adam a little. Uh, so uh, the way I did it is I listened to it once beginning to end, and I did not like it very much at all, honestly. Um, musically, Selah was the one song. There was one other one, and I don't remember the name. Those two were like, okay, these are fine. I'm enjoying this. But they, basically all the other songs were anywhere from meh to I wouldn't listen to this again. Like, I wouldn't go out of my way not to, but I just, I wouldn't, it doesn't pique my interest. Um, then I decided, you know what, I want to make sure this is, is this the lyrics or is this the music? So I went and I read back the lyrics and I was like, okay, I actually really like these lyrics. Um, I wasn't expecting anything crazy deep because if he's a believer, he's a new believer. But I really appreciated his lyrics, Selah especially. hmm um, so, for me, it really just was for whatever reason the musical style just doesn't jive with me. The first song I really disliked. Um, like, just across the board, I was like,
1: ooh.
0: And that's just the gospel song, so, though, right? Like, the.
1: It's just, it's, he's not even rapping, yet. yeah. Yeah,
2: he's not. Yeah, musically, I dislike.
1: So, I was not, surprised of all the songs. Not,
2: not the content right. wise. So, musically, I just did not like that. And I don't know why. I just was like, really didn't like it. Um, so all around, I love the heart behind it because reading through the lyrics, the heart is there. Um, I just musically it did not resonate with me on the whole. Okay, and I'm a terrible person because of that. And no, I acknowledge nobody it. thinks
0: you're a terrible person. <laughs> it just it just means you have a not quite as a refined yeah. taste and in music. And to be fair,
2: I checked with Adam <laughs> because I was like, I want to make sure I understand what hip hop is because there are other hip hop. Out- artists I do enjoy. And I was okay. Like, These guys are hip-hop artists, and I listed three or four, and you said yes. So it's not that I don't like hip-hop. I just didn't
0: like this album. So the distinction I made when you were asking me about hip-hop was actually a distinction that um, a rapper, I'm not sure how much he's on the scene anymore. Um, he started with the name of Verbs. He was one of my favorites. Um, his first album was like in 99, so I'm kind of dating myself here. But um, And then he switched his name to Verbs, just straight verbs, um, and he might still do a thing or two or featured on a song or something here and there. But anyway, um, he made the distinction in one of his songs from his second album, and I can't remember what it's called right off the top of my head, but it came out in maybe like 2000, 2001, and uh, he said, you know, it, hip-hop is the genre, rap is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So um, he he was talking about singing, people sing in a song, but they never call it sing music. They call it whatever the genre is, rock or R&B or whatever. So they don't call it sing music because that's not the genre. So we're incorrect when we call it rap music. Mm. Uh, we should call it hip hop. That's the genre. Rapping is what they're doing. Yeah, uh, so. But anyway, yeah. Um, so my thoughts, I, I really liked it. There were some places, and this is, so take this with a grain of salt because this is coming from someone who, as you've likely discovered in our past conversations, knows nothing about music, knows nothing what it is like to to give good, solid production on a song or a podcast or anything, um, but some of the, just from an um, aesthetic perspective, some of it sounded a little... Hasty and kind of thrown together. Um, mm, mm. And again, that's me coming from someone yeah. who, who knows almost nothing about yeah. this this yeah. Uh, art yeah. of, of putting music and together. And when
2: you said that, we talked about it, I think it was yesterday or the day before, it was like, yes, that was something I was like, I felt like there was something here that could be really good, but it felt rushed.
0: Yeah. And that's what I wondered, Since since his conversion is new and- if he is like me, when I first believed, you're excited about it, you're eager to get the message out. If, he was, if he's been in a hurry to get something out there, uh, then perhaps this was, was put together hastily. Um, was that a feel that you got, or did you think that it was all really good production, or Caleb? Caleb?
1: I really did like the production okay. a lot. I mean, he has a lot of guest artists on this. Yeah, I don't, that to me doesn't make it seem like it's thrown together. If you're collaborating with the so true people that you're doing, um, and I mean, hip hop is uh, so so gospel. Gospel uh, has this thing where. It's kind of hard to pin down what it actually is because it pulls from so many different types of styles, and uh, I f- I'm finding that hip hop is more and more like that because you pull from you pull samples from everything. Right. And so, uh, so to me, this, I mean, other than the fact that it was only 37 minutes long, um, I it didn't sound like kind of, I don't know, taped together. Okay. Uh, it 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 sounded like he he had a particular message, and he, and he, and he got that out with yeah. the sounds that he did. I mean, there's some songs I don't understand why he made the choices that he made, but I, I don't know if it's, I don't think that it was so much thrown together. Okay, so.
0: well, again, that's just me coming, you know, saying from, from a perspective that knows next to nothing about music production.
1: I can say I understand why you say that, because there are many different sounds that he's using, and it kind of does... Go from one to the next. You, yeah. You're not gonna, you're not. It's not gonna be like your your contemporary worship song, or even some other hip hop artists who they have the same kind of track going throughout the entire thing. It flows together, which is well, fine. Yeah. I mean, that's fine that that's a thing. That's a way to produce songs. But, but that's not that wasn't his mentality here. Of okay, so throw throw down some beats and I'll just I'll just rap over it. That yep. wasn't gotcha. his, his mm-hmm. concept with this. Yep. And so. So I, I understand how that could sound like it's all just thrown together. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. It's something I'd like to do, but I don't know how I would do this because I asked Adam and he said, eh. <laughs> "I wonder if it's that I don't like his style or if this is just this particular album." But I, from what Adam said, not, not much. M- much of his previous music is not overly clean.
1: You mm. may not want to listen to. This so guy. I'm not <laughs> sure that that. Idea. So maybe if I could
2: find a track that had the lyrics taken out and I could just listen to the music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a thing. I'd be interested to do that because I wonder, because that would give me a baseline of I just don't like the way he does this, or if it was just a specific album.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, for obvious reasons, uh, my exposure to Kanye West until this album has been very, very limited uh, just because he does not have or did not have uh, very good messages um, in his music. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite track, Caleb?
1: Yeah, Selah. Selah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I guess you I've, already said uh, yeah, that. I've yeah, I've listened to that one. What was yours? Oh,
0: no. You said you, you liked, I liked Selah. Selah. Okay.
2: And there was one other that I. Do, do you have the list pulled
0: up? I yeah. Um, <laughs> every hour. Well, I won't let you.
2: I would know it if I saw it. Uh, I think it was God Is. Okay. I think. So, yeah.
0: I really liked Selah like you did. Um, the The. Chick Fil A song was <laughs> closed on Sunday. That one was interesting, but I do want to share a couple of thoughts that I had um, with that. But another one that I really liked was use this gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, it, part of it was because he dro- dropped Kenny G right in the middle. I of I know that what thing.
1: in the world was that? <laughs> so, <laughs> were you guys, did all... you
0: guys know who Kenny G was yes, before I do this? Know Kenny okay, G, yeah. so like this brought me back to riding in the minivan with my mom in the mid nineties, right? Like that's, that was the context that I listened to Kenny G (laughs) not because I ever wanted to, but because my mom was listening to Kenny G (laughs) and that's That's just, so I think he had like, and maybe this is just me remembering incorrectly. I think he had a couple hits on the radio in the eighties and nineties. But we listened to Kenny G in, in the car a lot. Uh, with my mom. So, so, brought you back. So, <laughs> I never would have thought now that there would be... This is like a six degrees from Kevin Bacon type of deal connecting my mom with Kanye West, <laughs> which is really strange. <laughs> but, nonetheless, I was like, oh, man, that's Kenny G. Yeah.
1: Well, because I heard the sax first and I'm just like, wow, this is... this is really." Oh, whoa, yeah. that lick was really sweet. And then I looked at the track and I'm like, Kenny G, is that the rapper or is that yeah. the sax player? Like, <laughs> are we like talking about... A- actual Kenny G. <laughs> sounds like it a... could be a rapper's name, doesn't yeah, it? Could... Kenny G. <laughs> yeah. Yo, what's up? You know who this is. It's Kenny G. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny.
0: Yeah, if my name was Kenny, that would be my rapper name. <laughs> but it's not, so.
1: So, can I say a few things about the lyrics? Yeah. So, recently I listened to Kirk Franklin's newest gospel album. And one thing, listening through it, there are some sounds that I really enjoy from that. But one big critique that I took away was Jesus his name was not mentioned in any of the primary lyrics. Mm. It was mentioned six or seven times in his kind of uh, response to the yeah. choir, but it was Jesus, I mean, in the entire album. Yeah, wow. That's like wow. 10 songs. And in Kanye, I think in almost every song, mentions the name of, of Jesus or Christ. And then in one song, I mean, again, the prayer song that I was talking about, the water lyrics, Jesus flow through us, Jesus heal the bruises, Jesus clean yes. the music. I mean... Kirk Franklin is a is like a, like he is the foundation of gospel music right now, and and so for, for a new convert like Kanye West to just bring about fresh freshness of remembering Christ even in his lyrics, I, I just that that cannot go unnoticed.
0: And that's a that's a major criticism also in and uh, for those of you listening, I'm air quoting here in uh, Christian hip hop Mm -hmm. is the name of Jesus is no longer explicit. When, Mm -hmm. when Christian hip hop started to get really popular in the mid to late nineties, uh, I mean, Christ's name was all over the place, Mm -hmm. uh, very, very explicit gospel, very explicit Jesus. And, um, over the last, you know, perhaps decade and a half, two decades, it's just, it's, Wandered from that. And that's a major criticism of, of Christian hip hop now is that we have lost that um, uh, just gospel flair of being. Mm-hmm. Now you can still identify Christian themes um, it, when you know the artists and yeah. you know their believers, you can still hear it in their lyrics, but for it to be so explicit, uh, it's just not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I, I know what you mean when you say it's refreshing and. I mean, there's even been a number of, of comments, uh, folks calling out various CHH artists, Christian hip-hop artists, saying, take note, mm-hmm. this this is what true Christian hip-hop sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I try to be careful when I'm throwing people under the bus like that or, or calling out names and stuff, but, I mean, honestly, they had a point, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, mm-hmm. So...
2: And- For all that I said, I didn't like the music. I love the lyrics. And my takeaway was, assuming this is genuine, this man desperately wants more of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I'm all on board for that. So, yeah, I just, I love to see his heart. Um, I love to see just, it's not like when you see a faith in a child, right? Even if you don't have all those big words, even if you don't have all this develop, the heart and the passion for Jesus shown through every single track. Yeah. And that's, and I, like both of you said, that's not, I don't know that that's necessarily super common in any genre, Christian or not. Yeah. And it's something to take note of is sometimes we get so, I don't know what the word is, but we get away from that core of make it all about Jesus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: Well, let's talk about the lyrics. Um, a little bit. We're, what were some lyrics that stood out to you? You mentioned already the prayers in water, Caleb. Yeah. Uh, any others that...
1: So the only ones that uh, actually Julia and I were kind of talking back and forth about were the ones in Hands On, uh, which is uh, which is where he actually calls out Christians. Not so much calls them out, but he... Uh, so he says... Um, the The main thing that he repeats is, what have you been hearing from the Christians? And it seems like he's talking about that in reference to his own change, but then also his music, and now what seems to be the focus of his mission. So, like, uh, he's like, ask for advice, and... Nothing worse than a hypocrite. Change, he ain't really different. He ain't, really, he ain't even tried to get permission. Asked for advice, and they dissed him. Said, I'm, I'm, I'm finna going to do a gospel album. And I said that wrong. <laughs> I, I'm really, I'm white, so there you go. Uh, so I'm going to do a, a gospel album. What have you been hearing from the Christians? They'll be the first one to judge me. Yeah. Make it feel like nobody loved me. They'll be the first one to judge me. Feeling like nobody loved me. Told God was my mission. What have you been hearing from the Christians? They'll be the first one to judge me, make me feel like nobody loved me, like that. I, I don't know. That just that that stopped me. Like I went back and I listened to this song a couple times as well because I don't I don't know what he's is he asking truly for something from Christians or is it just him telling his experience so far of his transformation, uh, you know, into a Christian, um, and, and ha- what he's been experiencing from, from other yeah. Christians. So,
2: yeah. And the sad thing is that wouldn't surprise me if that was his experience just because, I mean, I mean, you see the extremes, but there's so many examples just in the last, I mean, two or three weeks ago that he, I don't remember when the story of him converting. Yeah, I think that was was
0: way back in June. Was it? Well, well,
2: then I'm behind. (laughs) But three, maybe four weeks ago is when I started to see stuff on Twitter and feed, and the majority of it wasn't, unfortunately. Well, praise God, this could be a great thing. It was, we need to be real careful because this is probably just someone trying to capitalize and discernment bloggers sort of things. Mm -hmm. And it's all about, is he a wolf in sheep's clothing? It's not about, well, let's pray for him. Let's praise God for this. And if it's not genuine, then that'll show itself. But in the moment, let's be an encouragement to a yeah. potentially a new brother in Christ. And that wasn't the common sentiment, unfortunately.
0: You know, one, one brought to attention, you know, nobody is, is subjected to this level of scrutiny when they claim to become a follower of Christ. No no normal person is Mm -hmm. subjected to this level of scrutiny. And, uh, you know, when when your average person puts their faith in Christ, it's usually met with, praise the Lord, come worship with us, let's help you grow in your faith, and it's met with support and encouragement. Mm -hmm. Why are we now subjecting Kanye, who since the time where he's claimed to begin following Christ has not given any public reason to believe otherwise, why is he subjecting why are, why are we subjecting him to so much scrutiny and so much doubt uh, you know the, I think there is some wisdom in in praying for him and letting the fruit uh, l- letting the Lord work through him and and show bear fruit in his life but but for now, I think it's also acceptable to praise the Lord um, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think part of loving others well is assuming the best and assuming that he's being truthful and he's genuinely chosen to follow Christ and he's genuinely saved by the Lord and, and we, should, uh, we should praise God for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so I have uh, Philippians 1 up here because uh, even Paul, uh, when he's talking about other people proclaiming the gospel, yeah. he says, It's true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. He says, um, <clears throat> "But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached, and because of this, I rejoice." And so, I don't. I, I think we our response to Kanye needs to be caring for him because where he's at right now, according to the scriptures, is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Not yes. just not just for the sake of him receiving persecution, but and what Satan's desire for him is, mm-hmm. which is for him to spring up and to get as much attention and to get as much leadership as possible, just so that he will, within himself, crumble and fall, yeah. and um, and that's fall fall out of faith and and you know end up doing things out of selfish ambition, mm-hmm. and uh, so I can see how that could be detrimental to the church then if people are following him and then he's turned away. But, uh, but for now that we just need to care for him and encourage him in that direction with, I don't know, the way that we talk about him, the way we pray for him and all that. So,
0: well, some of the lyrics that, that I really appreciated, um, from the song, we have everything or everything we need, uh, so musically, I just, I really liked the sound of this. Um, mm-hmm. I like the, the hook. I'm not going to try to sing it, <laughs> but, but I just think that's really catchy. Uh, but one of the lines, the lyrics that made me pause, um, it's, in, it's in the second verse. He says, I'm so, I'm so radical. All these people mad at dude. This for who it matter to. And this is the line that, that made me stop. What if Eve made apple juice? You going to do what Adam do? or say, baby, let's put this back on the tree because we have everything we need. Mm. And I just thought like, man, like that, it, if that's a dialogue between Adam and Eve, and Adam was saying, look, just we have everything we need here in the presence of the Lord, oh, yeah, with everything yeah. that he's given us, he's restricted this one tree, but if we needed it, he wouldn't have restricted it. Mm. And so we have everything we need. Put the apple back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we don't know if it was an apple or a banana or whatever, but mm-hmm. put it back. We have everything we need. And I'm just like, man, I mean, how much? How long did it take me to grasp that truth, mm. um, even as a young Christian in sixth grade, that I don't need um, Jesus and lots of friends and later in life. I don't need Jesus and a wife. I don't need Jesus mm-hmm. and fill in the blank we have everything we need. Um, we have salvation by Christ. We have the word that he's given us that helps us walk according to his ways. We have the Holy Spirit that he's given us that helps us do that. Um, we have everything we need. I just thought that was a really powerful mm-hmm. line.
1: Yep. And you know, the, that particular song doesn't have as many lyrics. Like that's really the the, yeah. the meat of it is yeah. that those lyrics that you uh, picked out. But, yeah. but that is really good. Yeah. I didn't think about it in that way.
0: And I was also a little confused, although I do, I do really enjoy the closed on Sunday song, uh, because I
1: mean, Chick
0: Fil A, every, Chick Fil A, everything Chick Fil A touches turns to gold, right? So if you wanna if you wanna have a successful song, mention Chick Fil A. Um, if you wanna have a successful clothing line, uh, you know, put Chick Fil A on. Them. I, I don't know, you just put Chick Fil A in it, and it's gonna be good. Uh, but as, this song was a little confusing. Yeah, to me. it is confusing. I don't too. really know what it's about. <laughs> but one thing that I did did really like one of the lines that stood out that made me stop and think. Man, he he really he really gets it. He really understands the gospel. Um, I think it's the last verse. Stand up for my home, even if I take this walk alone. And this is what made me really think. Mm-hmm. I bow down to the King upon the throne. My life is His. I'm not my own. And that's 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 it. You're surrendering your life Mm -hmm. to the gospel. You're surrendering, or to Christ. You're surrendering the control of your life over to Christ and allowing Him uh, to to tell you what's good and what's uh, acceptable and praiseworthy, and you follow that instead of following your own Mm -hmm. ways because He's the King on the throne. And yeah, uh, I just that was really impressive to me.
1: Yeah, I feel like if. If the whole "Clothes on Sunday," you my Chick Fil A, were pulled out of the song, it would make sense. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and talking about lemonade, he says, "You're my lemonade." Yeah. What is he, uh, Where's uh, the lyric for that? Uh, the. Uh, oh yeah, you're my number one with the lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well.
1: But like, especially that that last verse, the the line, "Jezebel, don't even stand a chance." Yeah. Because his his conversion, uh. At, as much as I've, I've heard him talk about the story is ver- very, much includes his addiction to sexual immorality. Yeah. And so I think that that's kind of what he's talking about is just his, um, uh, his, um, what's the t- his testimony pretty much. I mean, even talking about now back up off my family, move your hands. I got my weapons in the spirits land. Like, um, He's just talking about now. This is this is the new, this is the new me, you know, in Christ, and this is where we're standing on this. But I yeah, I just don't I just don't get the close on Sunday. Yeah. Chick-fil-A part. <laughs> yeah. Chick-fil-A. <laughs>
0: but uh yeah, I as a whole, the project as a whole, um, I really like it. I'm really encouraged by it and by him. And you also think about, you know, if assuming that his uh, conversion is genuine, and until we see otherwise, I think we ought to. Um, the The impact that this potentially could have, that the Lord could use this, I mean, he's still married to Kim Kardashian, yeah. and uh, she has a huge following. And if, I mean, can you just imagine what would happen if he begins to understand his role as a husband and a father and leads his wife and children to faith in Christ mm-hmm the impact that that would have in the fashion world that, mm-hmm. that she has. I'm not really sure what kinds of things that, that she's into, but uh, the impact that that would have or the impact that it potentially could have with other hip-hop artists that he's affiliated with. Um, I, I, just, I think the Lord could really do amazing things uh, through Kanye. And-
1: yeah, so I agree with that. Uh, but if there's one thing that I am fearful of and probably is my primary critique of Kanye is even after putting out this album, uh, he had a he had an interview with um, Zane Lowe. It was like a two hour interview. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Um, but I saw this quote come out from that that I was like, is that true? did he say that? And the quote is something that he said a couple years ago uh, boasting that he is the greatest. Human artist of all time. Wow! And so that he said that before, but even in this interview, he says that. And this okay. is after the album has dropped. Yeah. Um, and then he says something similar in um, he did a the, uh, air pool karaoke. You know the carpool karaoke. Yeah. With James Quinn. Yeah. He did air pool karaoke, which is super cool. They had like a his whole choir singing everything. It was I saw that sick. But there was uh, one part of that interview. Where uh, James uh, asks him about how his success ties in with his faith, and Kanye says something to the effect of "it's it's a major part of it," which is kind of what you were saying. Um, of he does have this major following, uh, but w- what he said in that moment, he's like, "I think God is just showing off. I think he's just he's taking me, who you know mm-hmm. was you know built up on all of this evil." You know, music and stuff like that, and has completely changed me around. And he's showing off with me, um, so it sounds like there is. And again, obviously, if his conversion truly was, which I think that this conversion is true, it seems like that. Um, just earlier this year, I'm not. I'm not saying, wow, Kanye, I can't believe you would say right. this, but if there is one thing, it's he, he. He has this concept in his mind that he still is. The greatest human artist of all time, and he's spinning that to say, well, th- like he still says that he's in service to God, but he's saying the, he's got the greatest human artist in service to him. I see, yeah. And um, and it seems like he is humble. Like honestly, his his responses are humble, but that particular aspect of his of his thinking, I would personally challenge, and. Um, and and hope to see that there would be a, a humbling of of understanding that not to say that he doesn't have a major following not to say that god couldn't do great things because of how many people are watching him but just being careful for his own sake so
0: i would just i that came to my mind as an additional prayer we can give to him and his family. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, uh, especially his his wife and and children. Does I don't know how many he children has four he has. Children. Okay, uh, but um, you know, as as Christians um, and as followers of Christ, uh, our a big role of ours, especially as men, is to is to lead our families. Um, and you know, even that song Chick Fil A, he talks about. Uh, raising our raising our sons in the faith. Raise our sons, mm-hmm. train them in the faith through temptations, make sure they're wide awake. Follow Jesus, listen and obey. No more living for the culture. We're we nobody's slave. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, you know, that's perhaps he's picking up on that. Mm-hmm. On that role of his.
1: Well he uh, in the in the James Corden um airpool thing, he he talks about Uh, James asks him what he does in the evenings, and he says that he reads the Bible, and so on and so forth. And one thing that has been surprising to me listening to this is how many references to Scripture he makes, and in the interviews, how much knowledge he actually has of the Scriptures. Um, Not to say, I mean, we all absolutely have ways to grow, but I just did not expect that much. So it seems that that is a part of his mindset and understanding. Actually, you'd be very encouraged Uh, by listening to that snippet of the interview with James Corden, because he says, "Uh, what I like to do at night is stay at home, indoors, play with the kids. Like my wife and I, we play with the kids and when we put them down, she watches a show and I read the Bible. And, um, so, um, I don't know. I agree with you though.
0: Yeah. I'll I'll definitely have to check that. I did see the part where he was singing with his choir or rapping with his choir was And that was, that was really cool. (laughs) That was really cool. Uh, all right, Robert, any final thoughts? No. I'm Other kidding. than that you hated the album? I didn't, I didn't say <laughs> I, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm uh, just Well, with that note. <laughs> yeah, uh, I about the, I the mic. mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, well, I'm encouraged. Um, I hope he puts out another uh, album. You know what? I rescind that comment. First, I just hope he continues in walking in the faith. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Uh, That, I think, needs to be the higher um, priority of our prayers, Mm -hmm. is that he would um, even, I would even put that above any cultural impact, Yes, uh, is that he alone Mm -hmm. would walk in faith um, and continue to grow in faith. So uh, it's been really neat to watch um, and it's i don't know that i can't i can't remember a uh a public figure like this a celebrity like this having such a significant significant change. like out out loud mm-hmm. um transformation yep. you know uh, yeah it's it's been exciting to watch mm-hmm. we'll we'll see what happens yep so all right well appreciate your time fellas uh until next time, we're all we're all in really busy season. So <laughs> maybe it'll be next week. Maybe it'll be a couple of weeks. Yeah, don't we'll know. See. But
1: maybe maybe Kanye you know, will drop another album. Maybe like that. Kanye <laughs> will drop another album. Maybe it'll be you know. Uh, country western.
0: this time. I don't know. <laughs> not likely. But she's living in Wyoming now. So oh, I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> so well. you're not far from it. Yeah. But right. it,
1: apparently Drake lives four hours from him oh, okay. in Wyoming too. So well, I don't think we're getting any kind You know, Wyoming is
0: known for being a hotbed of hip hop artists. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you living there? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> all right, we gotta we gotta end this thing. Right? All right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Count of three. We'll uh, from the hip. Okay. Okay. One, two. 3 from, from the, the hip, hip.